Hey guys, and welcome back to Happily Bored. My name is Chuck. I'm Jenna. And today we are going to be talking about spending more quality time together with your spouse. And this episode is called Let's Do Something Together. Okay, what? I don't know. You pick. <laughs> Did you just name that off the top of your head? No, I actually <laughs> typed it over a notepad where you couldn't see it. <laughs> But That's anyone, really especially funny. those who are married, know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, and it's been really funny with this with this COVID-19 issue because, well, we'll get to that in a minute. First thing we want to do is talk about last week's goals. So um, part of it was to think of how we can enjoy <laughs> spending time together, which we'll get to in a moment. The other part was don't get COVID-19. So, so we far. Relatively sure we have not contracted it. But I I do still think I had it before. In January. I do January. think that. I yeah. think so. I think he the lied to us. Unidentifiable virus. Yeah, and I never get a fever, but it like spiked to 105. And they're like, uh, it's something we're not sure. At least it's not flu A or B. Yeah, that was a big thing at the moment was flu A or flu B was big. <laughs> they had no idea. So. <laughs> uh, so we've been also trying to make sure that our kids stay on track with school. Um, reviewing for the week since they're officially starting content um, coming on Monday the 30th of March um, they were just supposed to be getting into the habit last week of logging in um, yeah and you are apparently your head woman sorry I'll get the hang of this one day <laughs> I'm trying to make sure this fuzzy thing's not in my face it's called the cat um Oh, where was I? I have no idea. So we were talking about the <laughs> the fact that the kids are oh, supposed yeah. to be learning remotely, which I do not, not know how really that's going to work. They're not really learning remotely. They're just reviewing some stuff and practicing what they're already, their math facts that they already know how to do online. So they're just getting into the habit of logging in. And then apparently for the next couple of weeks, they'll be doing re content review of what they've um, were learning before they had to stop going to school and then april 15th they'll start actually getting new content yeah we'll see how that goes because <laughs> i mean our kids pick up stuff pretty quick but i can't imagine the kid that's normally would be like the slow kid at school this is not going to be good for them not to have the teacher like looking at them acting up and acting crazy and expect them to learn anything yeah because i don't even see. think they're gonna be um like in real time. Yeah. I think they're going to be like videotaping themselves teaching and then you have to watch it. And I don't know. That's just weird. It'll definitely be interesting. Something we probably never thought was going to happen. Now, the good way I'm looking at this is maybe it'll force our teachers to finally get on the whole bandwagon of being technology driven and not have our kids have backpacks full of paper. Right. When everybody's been given a Chromebook. There's no excuse for paper. Except for handwriting class, that's it. Right. So in our county, um, almost – well, at this point now, everybody in grades 3 through 12 has been issued a Chromebook um, so that they can keep information online and they can have a way to access digital content and um, and stuff because not everybody has a computer at home. Not everyone has a dad like you. Right. Well, even the kids that don't have internet, the school's been sending out free hotspots with free service. Yeah, they ordered like 15,000 of them. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. I know. So, 
But I did email the principal the night. I had a little suggestion for him about his announcement thing that he was sending out. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the end, I said, I did want to take a minute and thank him for all the updates and work he's been doing to get everything to us online. And I know that it's been really stressful and crazy, but that it's been appreciated that he's been staying in communication with us. Yeah, definitely. He's a good guy. I haven't really ever had much of a problem with him. Um, So then um, one of the things that's funny is like the kids and I, we are totally fine entertaining ourselves. I'm playing on my computer, playing games, streaming, um, a daughter, she likes playing her various computer games or she's um, watching YouTube videos, whatever. And my son, of course, is playing, was it Terraria now and Minecraft and stuff, all kinds of stuff. So that we're fine. We're just like, we're in our own world. This is the way we prefer to operate anyway. But poor Jenna, she is. Not poor me. I don't, it's not like I'm sitting here going, nobody wants to play with me. I have different interests than you guys. I do not want to sit in front of the computer all day long. Right. So that leaves, like, what I'm saying, though, is that this environment is, we're perfectly fine with it. For us, it's like, cool, we're being forced, Alex is like, I'm being forced to stay inside? All right. (laughs) You know? Yes, this is his dream come true. (laughs) And then, you know, Jenna's like, hey, um... We should do something together. And I'm like, okay, cool. What do you want to, what do you want to do? Like, I'm not going to reject, just flat out reject her. I'm going to say, well, what do you want to do? And then she's like, I don't know. Well, you pick. Well, <laughs> I I was doing something fun. I was playing on my computer, but you want to do something. So you come up with it and then she'll pick things that she knows I don't like. And I'll be like, well, pick something that you know that we can do together. And she's like, well, we can watch a movie. I was like, yeah, but we've already seen that movie. I don't know. I was doing something fun, and then I realized, and you got to give me credit for realizing, because I normally don't realize like that, where I went, okay, wait a minute. I stopped for a minute. I went, you just want to spend time together, right? That's all this is. You just are feeling needy right now. Is that it? And then she got up, you know, she's like, well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't like that. I I don't like feeling needy. Right. But also, I usually don't recognize it. Yeah. I'm usually like, man, you're just bitching because you don't want because you. And I'm way, not bitching. No, but the way you normally come about it is you do not come out. One, I don't tell you you're being needy. Two, you don't come out and say, "Hey, I just have a need to spend some time with you." Instead, what you'll say is, "Well, you've been playing that game all day. I don't care. What about it?" <laughs> you'll be like, "Well, you shouldn't be playing that game all day. Why the hell not?" And really what your brain is saying is like, well, I want you to want to spend time with me. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm very easy to please. Just put me in front of a computer. I'm perfectly fine. And you're like, but I want you to. So that's the reason why I was telling you. You're like, well, no, because then you're going to be upset. I was like, I'm not going to be upset to spend time with you if you're telling me that you need to spend time together. And then even then you were kind of like. Well, it's not that like you were like rejecting yourself because the fact that you were feeling that way. No, it wasn't like I was rejecting myself. It's just put yourself in my shoes. Like I have to say, hey, I know you have no uh, interest in doing anything other than what you're doing right now. But I feel like I need to spend time with you. So can you stop what you're doing and come sit with me and babysit me for an hour? (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. This is the first time the most clearest that message has ever come across between us, right? Okay. Did it not go the best that it's ever gone, that discussion or need? 
Yeah, it was fine. It just, it's, it feels like humiliating almost, you know, like, Daddy, See, will no, you spend me, time with me? <laughs> but for me, I'm your it's, fucking wife. You should want to hang out with me. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, for me, it's, it's, it doesn't process that way. For me, it's just like, we're doing our own thing. We're all having our own fi- time. I've, you know, got the rest of my life with you. If you want to spend time together, that's fine. Just let me know. And you'll feel kind of like weird and feel like you, as you said, you kind of upset you to feel needy. But then when you just came right out and said, after I called you out on it, I said, just tell me you're feeling needy. And you're like, well, I don't want you to hang out with me because um, I want you to. I was like, well, I was having a good time doing that and I could do that. But if you're telling me that you need to spend time with me, then that's perfectly fine. I have no problem doing that. And I enjoy spending time with you if that's what you want. But you need to be clear about it. And then you like reluctantly were like, yes, I do want to, <laughs> I do want to spend time with you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it's like, I understand in the past you might be like, well, then he's going to be mad at me for you know taking him away from what he wanted to be doing. And it's, and I told you, I was like, is, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be mad if you're telling me that that's what you want to do. As long as you're just being straight up with me and saying, hey, I want to spend time with you. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. Just tell me. Yes. That that blatant, you know, don't expect me to pick that thought up on my own and to roll with it because that's not going to happen. That's not the way my brain works. Right. But we have also, this brings us to our another topic, the uh, love languages that people uh, love to talk about. Um, I read, or well, I audio booked it. And so I listened to the guy. What are you doing? That's my love language right there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's your other love language. That's so yeah. nasty. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't realize what that sound sounded like. And it was funny because like, I used to make that sound effect to babies. And then I was like, what? And then I didn't realize why like, always people give me a funny look. I just thought it was a funny sound. And it always made babies laugh. And then I was watching some Pornhub thing. And I was like, oh, my God. That's what I've been doing to everybody's babies. <laughs> Making that noise. Such a perv. So messed up. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, a off topic there. Sorry, <laughs> the love Your, languages. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and you were like, eh, whatever. But it, it's it is true. Your yeah. your love language is acts of service. So when I do things for you, and I stay consistent, and acts of and acts of loyalty, things that show me that you're in it with me. Right. Um. But like you had said before, like making your lunch and, you know, things like that. For and you. I don't think you knew I actually kept that little note on my, my board. No, I didn't Until I could that. use it. And it's, it's yeah. actually still up there, but. Oh, yeah. I'll have to make you another one. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's definitely spending time together. And, right. and some of two, like physical touching. Like, not always, I don't, I don't need to be, like, manhandled, I mean, which sometimes it's fun, but, right, right. for the, like, you know, just a hug here, or a peck here, or, you know, rub my arm, hey, it's okay, you know, whatever, and, because, like, I've told you before, like, you haven't touched me in a couple of days, like. <laughs> right. Well, you, you said that the other day, and I was like, COVID-19. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> not in the same house. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh yeah and, and i and i get that and it was funny because i was just telling you i was like 
like I said, you in your mind, you're like, well, I don't want, I don't want to tell you, and I don't want you to get mad at me because you were doing something else. And I was like, I won't right. get mad at you if you're just straight up with me and say, hey, I said I do get mad when you're like, not playing, not that you're playing a head game on purpose. It's just the the female thing of trying to like drop a hint of spend time with me, and then getting mad at me because I'm not getting it, and then like. Well, you're, I'm mad at you because you don't want well, you don't want to do what I want you to want to do. <laughs> and every woman I have ever met does it. They're not. They're mad. At, they get mad because the person is not doing what they want to do without asking the person to do it. Right. And it is not just a gender thing. It is an all female thing, and it drives me nuts. But and when we first you know were together, we both weren't communicating as well as we have been. And like I said, I think the other day you were like, well, I don't want to feel needy. I was like, but if you're feeling needy, that's fine. You know? Yeah, and you're like, well, for, I want for whatever you to... reason in my head, like, it's not okay to feel that way. Right. But then you were like, well, I don't want, I want you to want to feel that way too. And I just told you flat out, rather coldly probably, but I was like, I don't have the need as much to not validate, but to... To have that proximity, like to feel close to you by proximity, uh, I don't have that as much as you do. Yeah. And it's fine that you have it, but I was like, you were like, well, now if I tell you, then you're only doing it because you feel obligated to. Right. And I don't want you to feel like you have to do it because, oh, God, she's so needy. She wants to spend time with me. Right. But the difference is if you are straightforward with me and say, hey, I just need to spend some time with you, then it also affords me the ability to say, okay, well, look, I'm finishing this thing up. It'll take about an hour. Can we spend time after that and just hang out and so forth? And you would be more likely at that point to be like, oh, okay. And then that way, nobody's upset. But I told you that and I was like, it's fine. I'll go ahead and shut off what I was doing. You're like, no, don't shut it off. And I was like, didn't you just say you want to spend? Yeah, but I I want to. <laughs> I want to spend time with you and I do miss you and I want to spend time together, but I don't want you to do it because I said so. And I was like, well, I am going to do it because you said so, because you told me that you would need it and that's fine. And I'm not upset about it. We can go ahead and do that. And you're like, well, okay. I just feel weird about it. And I was like, and I did like, I wasn't playing one of those games where like, no, yes, no. Like it really like, I felt like I needed to spend time with you, but then I also felt guilty for asking you to stop what you're doing and come hang out with me. Like, I don't right. know. It was really strange. Right. And I told you then, and I mean it now as well, is like you got the voice to say it. So therefore, I appreciate it. And I'll, you know, not be difficult about it. Um, I enjoyed having, you know, spending the time with you. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to, if you have a need, no matter what it is, good, bad, and different, you know, it's better just to tell me about it than to hope I get it. Right. Because I won't. I won't. Well, and I think it's, it's <laughs> well, right. And it's harder recently, too, because we had things that we would do together and then we would have our alone time. And so, you know, we used to go to breakfast together most Friday mornings after the kids would go to school. And that would be like our weekly date. And we would right. talk and, hey, you know, just nice breakfast and you know, it was just a little alone time and then the house would be empty when we got home and hey, you know, and then we would go about our business. <clears throat> and then, you know, every once in a while we go f- 
for a date here or (laughs) we go out but no like we would leave the house and go do something and it's you know now we're just kind of all stuck in the house and so we're like seeing each other all the time but not seeing each other and you're in my space and i'm in your space but we're not it's just weird right and we're around each other all the time just not just each other right yeah and it was funny is because right before all this stuff went down and everybody was self-quarantining we were there was like Two Fridays where we spent like the whole day just doing errands and crap together. Yeah, it was really nice. So, yeah, that was kind of a shock of it as well. But and the- maybe that's what I was feeling that I didn't realize before. Like, I needed you to myself. Right. Like, get these children away. <laughs> well, that's that's the other thing that was funny, Let's too. Let's go is- spend time together. And that's the thing. Like, we, we go out and do stuff together. We don't just sit around the house and yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing that was kind of funny about the dynamic, too, is there were a couple times last week where I was still going into the office. And it was funny because before I left, Jenna told me, she's like, well, we got to get these kids off the computer. Now, this is as far as the keeping them on the schedule last uh, night didn't work. Gabby was up to like 1 a.m. Yeah, um, I don't know what Without that was us about. knowing, I told her, I was like, you need to make sure you go to bed. I heard about 1 a.m. And she just quietly slinked off and went upstairs <laughs> and went to bed. But I was like, yeah, you can't be doing that. But, uh, you know, with the kids, I told them, told Jenna, I was like, she's like, well, they, they need to get off their computers. They've been on their computers too much and they're spent. I said, well, what would you have them do? They can't go out and play with friends and all this stuff. And she's like, well, I just want them off the computer. I don't want their, you know, that be what they do 100%. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going off to work. You do what you need to do. I'm just saying I would just leave them alone. And then as I'm nope. at work, I, I made see a them. Facebook post. <laughs> I made them spend the the morning. They had to get off the electronics, take a little break, get away from the technology. Let's read a book. Let's watch a show together. We watched an educational thing. We um, started reading a book together and we did a couple of other things. And then they started just losing their shit and they were going at each other and then they were tattling and... (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you've had lunch. It's the afternoon. Um, guess what? You've earned electronic time. <laughs> yeah, so I see a post while I'm at work that's like on her, on a, the, like a bunch of mommies and her were talking and they were like, she was like, oh my God, I just, and I was like, I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, without telling you, I told you, I told you. I made them unplug, and then halfway through the day, I said, you can plug back in. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Now, granted, when we're saying they're bickering and nasty to each other and stuff like that, these are kids that Justin was surprised when I told him. I was like, yeah, our kids have never actually hit each other out of anger. Well, that's not true. Early on. They haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. They never knowingly whacked each other out of anger. He shoved her the other day. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, so we're starting to get to a boiling over point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, I think it was right right as, like, this was all starting, the quarantine stuff. Um, They had only been home for a couple of days, and they were, or maybe, it was on her birthday. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was on our birthday because remember we had just – everybody had just gone into lockdown. And we weren't really sure how long the kids were going to be home. Right. And so her little boyfriend and their family came over and spent some time with us because it was just the two families. That was it. Yeah. And um, they all got into like an argument and he shoved her. And I was like, 
I kind of went off on him. I'm like, first of all, you don't put your hands on her ever. Second of all, what are you doing pushing her on her birthday? Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. And she handled that amazing. Yeah, she didn't freak out or anything. This is the girl that after her birthday party is over, she begins planning the next one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, she's totally, if we don't stop her, she'll totally be Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yeah. It's my birthday! Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's she's she'll try to extend it like a week too but she was supposed to have her first slumber party and all stuff and then I think all we of it went got over this before postponed slash canceled yeah so she did really well but they're <laughs> anyway, just starting it's the whole thing that boils it down to the worst they do is leave me alone stop talking to me <laughs> yeah and then maybe like try and close their door and tell them to get out like they don't kick and scream and um chase each other with knives uh lighters and hairspray yeah you know tie each other up and leave each other for dead like they just <laughs> try and suffocate each other like it's Memories. it's none of that stuff that used to go on when we were younger <laughs> right stuff that was like cop worthy yeah right like oh my god i'm calling my mom i should have called the cops so that's Part of the thing that was like we're all stuck in close proximity to each other. We're doing pretty well. It is funny to see on Facebook some uh the other posts from other people and random strangers where they're like, Oh my god, I'm ready to kill my kids. Um uh, so it's not that bad. But we also had Yeah, and we're just trying to kinda see how long this lasts when it's over. But as far as the quality time, back to the topic of the quality time is we just need to keep between you and I, babe, we just need to keep, you know, Telling us, telling each other how we feel. Right. Being truthful about our raw emotion, just what it is we're feeling. Even if we can't describe it, be like, I'm just kind of feeling this way and this is kind of what's going on in my head. Right. And And that's what I was trying to do the other day. But you know how difficult that is for me to like get it from my brain to my mouth. Well, that's the other reason why when you finally, when you did, I was like, hey, look, I, and in fact, I think I told you, I was like, you're actually telling me that you need to spend time with me. Of course I'm going to. He was like, oh, yay, props for communication. <laughs> right. I was like, if that's what you need. And then you were like, but. And I was like, should have asked for a gold fine. star. What? <laughs> so I should have asked for a gold star. Okay. I want a chart. Every time I communicate effectively, I want a little gold star. <laughs> and if I get a certain number, maybe he buys me something pretty. Yeah, no. <laughs> That just prevents us from being angry at each other. It's better than something pretty. At least it should be. Um, I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so we want to know, too, what are things you guys do to spend time together? What are things you do to let each other know that you oh need God, to spend time together? Please comment on Facebook about <laughs> what things that you could do together. Because here's, here's the other thing, too, is we were saying, I was like, Babe, you need a hobby that doesn't involve any of us. That like, and you said you like to do hobbies that are outdoors and stuff. But I'm like, you need to do something that, for example, you said you want to get around and move more, right? Yeah. You need to pick yourself a hobby that you can get around and move more that doesn't require us, because otherwise, you know, we would always be a workable excuse as far as oh, I didn't move around because Chuck didn't want to go out with me. Right. Right. You know, so. But you need, like, the kids and I, we have our own hobbies. Granted, they're on computers or in front of a screen. And we can occupy ourselves, but we're like, you're like, well, I want to do this and but everything I want to do is outside. they're very active, too. 
Oh yeah, they're, they're we make sure heads. that they're very, yeah they're crazy active. So, but yeah, so we need to get figure out what Jenna's hobbies, but we also need to figure <laughs> out because right now that is half of the way it comes down is hey I want to do something together okay what do you want to do and it becomes TV. There's yeah, and I don't want to do that anymore. Sex, TV, <laughs> teach you to drive the car, which you're still nervous about. Yeah. Um. But those are like the things that we generally do together. And here's the thing. We would not be opposed to playing games. However, <laughs> I'm sensitive. Someone is very sensitive. And someone is a and does bitch not when like- it comes to playing games. <laughs> Highly competitive. And it get, she gets nah. it from her mom. So even when we try to have her mom come over and play games, she becomes like, her mom tries to be like the sweet person. She is so a sweet nice. person. She is. Unless she does, you're putting her in front of a board game or a card game. And then she's like this ruthless, evil pirate. I think like. all the frustrations of her life ever come out across a game board. <laughs> it's like if you're playing against her, she'd be like, like, she would be the one from that TV show that's like, oh, you're going to cry, you little bitch? Pow, pow. <laughs> like, that would be your mom in that moment. And people, like, yeah. looking at it would not recognize your mom. They'd be like, where's the evil twin sister from a, you know, <laughs> 80s soap opera? Right. That's the way your mom is behind a board game. I'm not that bad. Oh, you're not for <sighs> I try to take into account that you don't like me to your be mom's, that way. Your mom's had a lot more years of frustration to build up behind that. <laughs> So her vent has got a lot more pressure behind it. True. Yeah. True. Imagine if you didn't have a relationship for many, 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 many years. Yeah. You'd be ready to kill somebody. That's true. It's true. So. All right. Well, uh, what are you doing out there, people, to to not want to kill each other during this quarantine? How are you handling staying home? With your significant other, with your children, what are things that you're doing that's not like, we're going for a walk, we're doing sidewalk chalk, we're playing with glitter glue, like, real things. I'm tired of seeing these, like, homeschool moms and being like, oh, we did an educational PowerPoint presentation today on whatever, no, real talk. Like, yesterday, I legitimately had a bottle of champagne for dinner. (laughs) These are the kind of people I need to talk to. And only the first part of it was out of a glass. The rest was the bottle. Yeah, the first glass was uh, the first the first bit of it was in a glass, and then I stuck a straw in the bottle and went that way. Yep, yep, Mama's juice bottle. That's right. But the thing is, like, <laughs> and you know, it's funny too to watch the kids trying to adjust to everybody just being on top of each other, and they're doing pretty good. But as far as like meals and all stuff, and we're like, today we're like, you have to get your clothes on. You cannot stay in your pajamas all day. They were like, uh. Right. So let me see. I am now looking. I'm just making sure. Did we cover everything we wanted to cover? I think so. Yes, we did. Yes. So what are our goals for this coming week? Uh, Not to get COVID. Continue to try and, yes, stay COVID free. Don't get sick. Um, (laughs) Chuck, don't go into office. Oh, yes, you so are I got, home now. I got to try to find a way to make sure you're, to let the access that they gave me be enough to not go into the office. Let's see. What would be a goal for Jenna? I'm going to give you one. Find a self-entertaining, <laughs> I don't know how, self-soothing. 
No, it's not a soothing thing. I'm not agitated. So. Although yesterday was the first day that I was literally sitting there going, I'm actually like legit bored. I haven't been bored in a really long time. And yesterday I was I was on Facebook more than I've ever been on Facebook in like months. And I was just losing my mind. So mine is don't go to the office. Oh, mine is also. I know a self-enjoying uh, activity I can do. I know, right? No. <laughs> I was, that's, that's the thing I was trying to figure out how to word that, right? You wrote Together. find a self-enjoying activity. <laughs> so let's see. To get another Mavericks Arcade video out. I haven't done that in a while. So Mavericks Arcade oh, on nice. YouTube. Check it out. Um, which Do we want to put a goal for Alex and Gabby this week? They need to get up at the same time every day and complete their allotted school time, school work. Time. Okay. So um, you're going to find a activity slash hobby. I know the self-enjoying activity. That's, that's <laughs> just put activity hobby. Don't put this. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh my God. So messed up. Uh, yeah. Um, don't yeah. put self. There's no reason. Uh, I'm watching you hobby, type. It's really funny. I know. To entertain yourself. <sighs> Part of the problem okay. is I don't have a whole lot of space. I think it would be different if we had like, well, I don't know. You realize you say that every single time. We're I know. That's why smaller. I stopped myself. <laughs> We've expanded twice. <laughs> no, once. Joe's. We weren't going to stay there forever. No, but you were saying at that time, if I had more space. We, we lived whole... in one bedroom. Right. And then we moved to a house. Yes. But there was a small house. But it was bigger than a bedroom. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> My point is still valid. Yes, I know. I, and I okay. stopped myself. <laughs> okay. So those are our goals next week. Now we're going to do something that's kind of fun. And because Jenna was speaking about Facebook as well, that I kind of got myself into trouble because I realized more and more people are <laughs> stupid. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. That's right. I'm not allowed no. to say that. I can't say that. <laughs> it's not more not, and more people are not, not stupid. stupid. You do not express yourself. Uh, normally. Not normally. The yeah, word I would use. No, no, it's not abnormal. I would say coherently. Your point does not always convey when you I've been told type it, it out. I've been told at work I'm a unicorn. Yes, you're a pretty unicorn. Pretty, pretty, pretty unicorn. So here's the thing is in my head, I'm friendly with people and I just kind of like think they all understand what's going on in my head. And Most this is kind of similar. <laughs> this is kind of similar to the confusion that we had from the previous episode where we had the argument and I was assuming people understood, but they right. don't. And no. I, could, I don't come across clear in many cases, especially when right. my medicine's not in, in effect. Right. So my I have question, recommended, well, hold on. I have recommended oh, yeah. that instead of asking these questions that you have a legit question for, like, I really want to know what you think about this topic. Make a video and express yourself that way. Because the way you type, you don't always like, sometimes it's like three thoughts in one sentence and it doesn't make sense. Right. And so it's a little hard to understand. And so sometimes it comes across as, oh my God, what a dick. <laughs> right. Well, it's also because when I'm expressing that, I'm assuming that they know me better than that. They know me where my, I'm no. coming from. Nope. And I give people too much credit. Yes. That I will agree with. So the thing, though, is that my question and the part that I don't understand how somebody didn't get it anyway was the first two words. The first two words of this post was Thanos question. 
Thanos people. <laughs> what Thanos if you don't ever bad. watch Marvel movies? You would not know what Thanos mean and you would skip that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But some of the people that flippy went flippy knew. They knew what yes. it was. So anyway, I basically was so- posting. I was like, what? Because what had just happened was they had said the Virginia governor said we are banning groups of 10 or more people. We are, if you are a small business, like a nail salon, uh, things like that, then you are required to close. Not a suggestion, not a, we hope you would. It's a, if you cannot maintain the appropriate social distancing recommendations from the CDC guidelines, you guidelines, you should shut your business down. Right. And those are guidelines, right? Those aren't requirements. Well, I mean, Gu- guidelines are recommendations yeah. of it's not things a law. That you, right. They're recommend guidelines by definition. Here's how you make things better. Things that you should consider doing. Correct. Right. Um, so that's the thing that was annoying me is I was like, okay, I have no problem with the governor saying you should do this and you should do that. And we should consider. And if we want to work together, we do this. But, you know, I'm looking at it objectively going, you know, Sorry. it's the right to assemble. That's a freedom. It's a freedom of religion. Let's say my religion demands that I must meet with my congregation. You're telling me I can't. Right. And it was more about the principle of how many freedoms do we want to give up for a threat? And at what point? And I wasn't saying my own viewpoint. I was saying objectively people at what point are we going to say that's enough where we don't want to temporarily give up our rights? Because after all, Julius Caesar temporarily took charge. He was supposed to give the control back, but nothing made him. You right. Know? Um, so that's that was the root of my thought and the root of the question. And first of all, if you try to play passive aggressive bullshit with me, I get very pissed and I will lash out if you try to play a game with me. But also. I've had discussions with people where I'm like, when we're discussing school shootings and various gun laws and stuff, God forbid if something happened to one of my kids one day because of this, I will probably become the biggest activist you'd ever seen. But objectively looking at an issue, looking at the statistics, I'm going to say, look at the statistics. Now, first off, our daughter is in the 4%. She's got asthma and other sorts of respiratory issues that have happened since she was a baby that have caused some problems. Alex is a preemie. We don't know. He could have uh, more sensitivity. Right? Yeah. That being said, my stepmom, very, very sick. She's got respiratory issues and stuff for years of smoking, and then she quit smoking. She's just, you know, getting old so forth. My dad's old um, and getting weaker. They don't live the healthiest lifestyle. Right. So the first post on this question, because basically it was saying, at what point do we say we're not going to give up any more of my freedoms? We need to let this thing run its course. Or, you know, the governor is saying that this person's business must be shut down. Well, you're telling that person then their ability to pay for their own food, to supply their own life, to pay for their own lives, their livelihood. The roof over their head. Is being shut down. And it's not like once they've closed down, they could just turn everything back on and be good to go. Right. So I'm like, you're you're ruining people's lives who could be, you know, could be younger people and you're ruining their lives to protect people in the older stages of life. So, and 
logistically speaking at it, not me personally, not my own emotions, logically looking at it, how would we feel? Well, my stepmom posts something to the effect of, well, how do you think, um, like trying to be a guilt trip, like how do you think your dad and I are? We're in that 4%. And I, and I was not in the mood. I put there, I said, I'm a very analytical person. Don't ask a question you don't want the answer for. Yeah. And I was being serious. And then it just turned into this snowball of people like thinking you were saying that all the, you know, old people needed to die and put them out on the iceberg, you know, right? And like ship them out to sea and what? Oh my god! So at the end of each podcast, we're now going to start something called "Would You Rather," and this is where we're going to get to play with that fun question of not the way we necessarily feel. Well, yeah, it's the way we necessarily feel. But it's it's not done in a hateful manner. It's just look at both sides of the coin and weigh the pros and cons. And what's funny is a lot of people in this thread on Facebook did not understand where I was coming from until I posted a follow up. And, you know, I got accused of people being like, oh, you're trying to defend yourself. I'm like, no, I'm trying to get you to understand the way my brain's thinking. And you're obviously if you're upset still, you're not thinking about it. I said, but think of it this way. World War Two. You know, 140,000, I think they said, died when the atomic bombs landed on Japan. Right. To that point in time, not one single event caused that many deaths in an instant. And then, well, some of that 140 number is like radiation sickness later and stuff. But anyway, 140,000 people gone. And it was considered horrific. But think about it. If we didn't do that. And the war progressed on for another year. A million more people could have died. You know, so looking back, dropping that bomb, while horrific, was the better action that resulted in less deaths overall than if we allowed the war to continue. Yeah, that's that whole sacrifice the few to benefit the many or whatever. Right. And that's the only point I was trying to make is I was like, you know, you give up your freedoms, you may not get them back. You give up your business to provide for your family. You may not get it back. So in that sense, would letting the older generation, especially people like my father and my stepmom who are sick and may or may not be far from death's door as it is. Okay. They're not that sick. (laughs) Sometimes. But what my point is, is like, the little kids, we already have kids in our county that are free and reduced lunch. They can't afford. They they actually are having services during all this for them to still be able to eat. Those people are having trouble as it is. Add this on top of it versus allowing the uh, the virus to run its course and get over it sooner than risking round two, three. You know, get that herd immunity up by just kind of letting it do what it does. And again, I don't know that that's what would happen. I'm just kind of posing the thought. It's not because when you look, that's that why that whole flatten the curve thing happens mm-hmm. or that's the whole argument on it. So back to, because you got on a tangent, the would you yeah, rather for today is would you rather keep the status quo for six months, meaning everybody's shut down, we're working from home, kids are out of school, right. the whole nine or 
Would you rather on April 1st, they say, you know what, we're just going to let it run its course and it's going to do what it does and move on and everything's open and you're free to move about the cabin. Right. So that's, you know, weigh in on that. Um, We kind of have mixed feelings, <laughs> so as you can probably right. tell. So the whole flatten the curve thing is that if we do do nothing – and just let it run its course or whatever. Millions of people are going to die all over the world. Versus if you stay inside, you keep washing your hands, you do your part and don't go hoarding shit you don't need. Right. Um, and you're, you're keeping your, your physical distance from people and you're not, you know, gathering on the fucking beach and spring break and all that stuff. Well, then you're talking about thousands maybe a couple hundred thousand deaths versus millions and millions of people around the world actually i, I kind of disagree with you on that one and the reason why is because part of what the turning point is for any virus is the herd immunity factor herd immunity factor sorry right so the thing is is ideally what we would have is the people that can survive Oh, that's you doing that. I was like, who the hell's touching on my computer? The people that can survive it and that are like most likely to recover from it should be the ones going out and being exposed to it as long as they do not go and visit grandma afterwards. You know, that basically stays away from Jenna's looking up something, I'm not sure. But basically that the people that can survive it fairly easily should be the ones getting exposed to it. And that way that they can build up the immunity. And be less likely to be the part to be affected by it. So that was the whole point with this whole. See, look. Right. You have this huge quantity. Mm hmm. She's showing me right now a chart. I'm showing, showing him the graph without... to flatten the curve and what right. it means and, and why. Because if you flatten it out, it gives everybody time to develop the vaccines and to put right. things in place so that we don't lose as many people. Right. And that's what I'm saying is I have no problem with that. The problem I have though, is that when you're, if the people like, cause also at the same time, if you are forcing people to stay home that could survive the illness that are not exposed to people of other age groups that could, you know, reach the 4% of the most, you know, endangered people, then you're allowing, if you have everybody quarantined, right, you're not allowing the young who can handle it to gain the immunity from it. Yeah, but at some point, I think, well, like you were saying, we think, we personally think that this has been around longer than what they're saying, what they're saying, because when have we known China to not lie about anything? <laughs> well, the the issue specifically is right around January, right? January? Yeah. Um, we had gotten back from the cruise. We had been here a while, more than a week. And I got sick. And I got sick in a way that I had never gotten sick before. Um, I couldn't breathe. It felt like somebody was sitting on my chest. My temperature was out of control. It went up to 105, which it never spikes that high. Um, we went to the hospital cause my Fitbit was warning me about my heart rate and, um, they were going nuts. And then they're like, they tested me for the flu A and flu B because at the time that was what was scaring everybody was flu A and flu B. 
And then they let us go home with a unknown, unidentified chest infection, which I think we already said that in this recording. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, we think we already have it. The kids got sick too. Jenna got sick. Well, they, one of them did get diagnosed with one of the flus. Yeah, she had flu B. Flu B. But the thing is, like, I'm wondering if they're scared to have people tested because every, it's going around and people that, that a lot more people have it and they know I've had it and it's been circling beforehand. And if they were to test people that are barely showing symptoms, that'll increase the level of panic. That's my thought is that it will scare people and make them feel more panicked. Um, don't hit play on that. No, no, I wasn't going to. Um, but it'll make them feel panicked and therefore cause the problem to be that much worse. I bet you they're expecting a lot more people are infected than what we currently, as a society, believe is. Yeah. Because otherwise there'd be no reason why not to have um, some of the cases where they're like, oh my gosh, this sounds like it's COVID, to have them test to verify. Right. Because they know that they're probably pretty sure already that, yeah, that is what it is. But uh, anyway, my viewpoint is basically like a temporary situation should not take away someone's freedoms. Now, that being said, anyone with half a freaking brain should follow the guidelines anyway, just because of it's a good idea to follow the guidelines. And ew, if you're not washing your hands and if you weren't washing your hands before this, ew. Yeah, and that's one thing. You're nasty. That's when it's going to get a problem is when this shit hits India. It's already. Well, I mean, when it's it's fully it's everywhere, when it fully explodes through India, which it hasn't done yet. That's going to be bad because uh, as I mean, I know when people would go over there to get deployed to do some work, everyone would end up getting sick because of bad hand washing resulting in food poisoning and all that stuff as it is. Boom, it's in India. Okay. Wonder how much it's in there yet. Because like some of the poor areas that when I had last seen they said it wasn't. I've been trying to just kinda like whatever, because everybody's over sen- sensationalizing some things on well, it. That's why you go straight to the no sources. You go to the yeah. CDC and the World Health Organization. And if it doesn't but, come from them, it doesn't matter. But in <laughs> any in any case, um a lot of my viewpoint is basically just as people should do what is just intelligent to do to begin with, we shouldn't need the government to tell us not to do certain things. We should know not to do it. Right. And it just gets into a risky situation. The more it's for, for example, like copyright law companies, a lot of times they'll go after comp- people that are violating their copyright only for the simple fact that, if they don't go after it, they cannot defend their position later. And basically, if they turn around and do not um, go after people that are stealing their copyright, then another case may come up and they won't have as much ground. And the same way I feel about that is the same way I feel about this, where like, okay, we give up our right to assemble. We give up our freedom of religions temporarily. Well, next time something comes up where the government wants to take away those freedoms, it's now easier to do because it's becoming a normal thing. That's right. that's my concern is people should be able to volunteer to temporarily give up their rights, but they shouldn't be demanded. That's the only issue that I have. Agreed. 
if you want to go out there and expose yourself and you feel like that's something that you're willing to risk, that's on you. Right. And let natural fit and, you know, basically if you do it, then just stay the hell away from everybody else. Let your, you know. But again, though, that like that's the problem. These right. people go out and they do these things, but they don't take that extra step of staying away. Right. So, like, how do you – how can you justify telling someone it's fine, go do whatever the fuck you want, and then, but then they're going to turn around and invade your space? Well, that's that's the key is if I'm concerned or I have somebody that's in the 4%, then I need to have that – I need to protect myself or that person directly. It's not – I do not believe it's someone else's job, like, that there's community protection required. It, we as a community should want to do it for our own sake. But if there is an asshole that's doing it, then the government shouldn't be putting restrictions on everybody for a small percentage. But what about the people who can't for themselves, like who can't advocate for, and protect themselves? Like, Well, for example, like in the old folks home, it's not their choice. All people are kicked out. And if there is an employee that is not practicing safe things, then they are not allowed to work there. They're fired. They're let go. Um, but you told me I could do whatever I want. So I came to work sick. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is as a part of this job. And that's a lot of our um, laws are not written to, for the employer's benefit. That way the employer could do that. Um, but basically if you're going to work here, then you're going to respect this and do this. And, you know, there used to be things in the community. If somebody in the community was acting up, then you kick their ass. You can't do that stuff anymore. It's frowned upon. Let's see here. <laughs> but in any case, that's that's my viewpoint on it. You want to have anything to add to that? And I would be interested in continuing this, too. The one thing that does annoy me is, oh, look at that one thing. So you look how big the country is. There's billions of people, right? You show a less than, a little less than a thousand in India, but the bubble is visible from the satellite. You know what I mean? That size square or circle does not represent 979 people in India. No, this is not. That's... No, what I'm saying though is in general, when they're doing these, these little things, they should make the dots uh, scaled to proper size. Yeah, I guess. Like, look at Portugal. Look at the size of that dot. Or Spain, sorry. 72,000 people. Right. But you still look at the size of that dot? That does not accurately represent 72,000 people. Well, it doesn't say it does anywhere. No, but you get what I'm saying. It's deceptive when you look at the map from a worldview and they show those big old red circles all over the place. Yeah. Like we're we're talking about the situation dashboard. The whole whole world right now, thirty thousand deaths. But look at the when you zoom out of the map, look how covered the maps are. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're zoomed out, the whole country's covered up in this one big dot. I'm just saying it's deceptive. That's anyway. Anyway, we're back to <laughs> Let's get back to the finishing this. So recording. drop your comments in um if you're on listening through Facebook or if you go to our Facebook happily bored um or you can email us info at happily dash b o r e d 
com. That's board like boredom, not board like a wooden board. There is a difference. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we hope everybody's staying safe. Stay quarantined. Go yeah. out only when you need to. Don't be a douchebag and get 90,000 of something if you only need one or two. Yeah. Leave some actually, for the rest of people. And we'll just kind of leave it with this one thought. is it was, It's funny times that we are living in because the other morning I was coming home from work and I went to go get soda and eggs for my mother-in-law. And I saw the last pack of toilet paper there and went ahead and grabbed it. And I'm walking around the store with it and I thought, you know what? We still have some left from when we went to Sam's Club a couple weeks ago. I'm going to go ahead and put it back. I don't need it. So I go over there and I put it back on the thing. And a guy comes walking in and he's got, um, he looks towards me. And I have a little mask on and gloves at this point. And I thought he rolled his eyes. And I was like, he's being a dick because I'm where I look kind of doofy, but I'm just trying to be safe, do my part, you know. And I thought he was making fun of me. Well, then he walks past me and I see him just like completely in despair at the toilet paper aisle because it's empty and I just walked away. Well, and he went around the corner. He saw where I put the one pack back and he grabbed it. And I said, Hey man, you're just in time. I just put that back. I figured I don't need it right now. And he looked at me in all seriousness. At first I thought he was being sarcastic because he goes, God bless you. I'm like, dude, it's just nine rolls of toilet paper. What the hell? Right. And then he looks up and he goes, this made my week. That's and so I'm like, sad. I'm like, dude, if this made your week, holy shit, you know, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of the place we're living in now is like people are searching around for the basic needs. And well, I love hearing the stories of the assholes that tried to hoard everything that are now being uh, either sued or donated. That's yep. awesome. But yeah, take what you need. Don't take anything more than you need unless you're, you know, getting something for your neighbor or something like that. Um, this isn't. Something that is going to. It's not going to magically just, disappear overnight. And not only that, you know what? If you don't have toilet paper, we still have running water. There are things you can do without toilet paper to keep your butt clean. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you guys, we will talk to you next week where we will be discussing. And we did not discuss that because we got stuck on the other thing. So what do you look at the list here, baby? What are we doing next? Oh, I thought we did. No, because you were talking about the the um oh yeah oh well it's I guess a mystery <laughs> it's a mystery next I week. guess helicopter parenting and fr versus uh, free range <laughs> isn't <laughs> really a viable discussion right now right no it's not that is a topic we will have but I think it's totally irrelevant um right now how about we do that one right there that one right there because we do have something to discuss true. Okay. okay, so next week we will discuss your mental, mental health and physical health and physical health. And that is definitely viable during yes. times like these. So we will I talk agree. to you guys next week and wash uh, your hands. Now you want to do a song? <laughs> <laughs> and I will try to work on that again at some point, I swear. But you guys have a great time. Uh, make sure to share this uh, with your friends and wash let us know your on Facebook. Hands. Wash, wash your hands. hands. Let us uh, know hands. on Facebook how things have been for you and things that you were doing with your spouse or significant other to entertain yourselves while we're locked in a big box. <laughs> Bye. Wash your hands. <laughs>